American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Uncle Nick. Podcasting live from the recent past in my bathroom, downtown Reno at the historic Riverside Hotel. It's the worst little podcast, and I'm your host, Nick Ramirez, with my good friends Ian, Cadillac, Kim, Dogwater, Dick. I'm not sure who else is with us today, but we do have Jonathan Lewis and Darian Jordan and their tunes. Dig it. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Fucking rad, Nick. Yeah. Uh, probably hit the post. Yeah. We forgot this year. I'll do. I guarantee you, uh, when you listen to it, I'll hit the post. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Rick. I'll just do some auto tune, stretch it out a little bit. Yeah, just yeah, no, super sweet. It'll be all that. So, audience, if you can't already tell, we are on Zoom this week uh, due to the weather outside being frightful. It snowed um, all fucking so, day. Not so delightful. Yeah. Not, not very is. delightful at all. Yeah, the fire is so up, delightful. You yeah. live up in the hills, so what? What is that like up there? Me? Yeah, the snow. What's the snow like? It's not actually that bad. My streets icy really? though. We got about six inches of my house over off Kings Row. That's what we got oh, here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got maybe five, but the yeah. but the, but it's all the roads all packed down and it is icy. Yeah. Plus, we've mm. been dealing with it for two weeks, so I'm kind of used to it. I just went out and busted the shovel out again. And yeah, it's not as bad as New Year's Eve. Made it have no way. Oh, yeah. The, the, the snow yeah. was so much lighter this time. Yes. Yeah, it no, didn't New weigh much on the shovel. Fluffy snow. New Year's right. caused a branch to fall into my parents' roof. And yeah, that, that oh, snow nice. we got on New Year's was the heaviest snow ever. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. It was weird to walk around town, and everywhere you went, there are just giant branches broken yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Like oh, Whitaker yeah. Park is just branches more than it is homeless now. Well, and it made me wonder if the homeless people were the ones that piled up the branches. Maybe. I thought. Yeah, they got, nice. they got to have some to do. Right. Well, build their own Stonehenge. It's a renovation yeah. project. Why not? They might be building a shrine. Or a bonfire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably a bad idea, but it'd be fun to set fire to a bunch of branches in the middle of the park. <laughs> I mean, I know Dude, the cops would come immediately. I'm on it. Yeah, you, that out there, it's actually okay to do. I want to do that real bad at Whitaker yeah. Park. Yeah, Whitaker Park is frowned upon. Right. Yeah, just, no, should, just a yeah. Nobody go. You shouldn't, light, you shouldn't light municipal parks on fire. Right. Let's just. Nobody do illegal, that. Let's legal team. Let's just let's say that out loud. You shouldn't yeah, like for PR reasons. We will say, not. do not be an arson. It's inadvisable <laughs> to be an arson. It's weird, dude. Yeah. I I live down here, and um, a courthouse is across from me, and they gather over there and have a bonfire out there. Oh yeah, in the big courthouse. Yeah, yeah, they do right, right there on the steps of the courthouse. There's kind of like a rail on the front of the courthouse, and they just kind of hang out behind it. Like, yeah, yeah. There's like, uh, but they put a bonfire. Like, they get a bonfire going. Yeah, they get fire going over there, dude. It's yeah. crazy. Is it like the low Atlantis torches? That's how you know. But it's like hot August night. It's the beacons of the beacons of Gondor have been lit. <laughs> yeah, it's loud. Gondor calls for aid. <laughs> like, not even. I would be like, this Assembly is really a spot to do this. This is what I would think, but they're not afraid of it at all. They're no. just like. 
Oh, no, good for them. Well, they got to well, stay I mean, warm. It's yeah, a public yeah. building. Yeah. When, when you have the possibility of freezing to death, I think being like, fuck you, I'm going to light a fire is probably the most human thing you can yeah. do in that moment. Like, <laughs> yeah, Do the cops hassle yeah. them? Yeah. Do the cops hassle them or do they let them stay warm? Hmm. I've I, never I seen, seen them hassle them. Stay there. They just stay yeah. there. Like they can, they're like kind of sort of allowed to, or they they just look the other way or something. Yeah, it's just like an unspoken agreement. Little sanctuaries, huh? There yeah. you go. I guess. Yeah. It's cold out. It's in the light too. So maybe like if they're like afraid and stuff, but then there's the, the cuckoo loud ones who are just, you know, howling and doing crazy. Yelling to themselves. You know, where's like, my next needle? Where's my fucking needle? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if I hear anything Sad. quite specific. Uh, They're just more like. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Well, this is a sad way to talk to open. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, God. But Nick, I wanted to know, were you downtown when that guy was shot off the gun down by the, the park? When yeah, came? man. I, I wasn't was outside, but I heard, and that's how I woke up, was I heard, and then I heard. He oh, said shit. it was like 20 rounds. So whoa, what the fuck? I was all, that's fucking firefight right there uh, I ran to the window which was really dumb um, <laughs> <laughs> Nick lives, lives several <laughs> floors above the park where this happened right you yeah, look down on Winfield right yeah apparently he was like yep. there by the courthouse first walking um, with a gun and shooting or something and then went on the river walk oh uh, over the bridge and then onto the beach of the river there. And yeah, I saw him on the beach, not moving and them coming, bring a stretcher and all that shit. I saw all that out yeah. my window. Yeah. Did he shoot anybody? Tragic. I don't Drive. know. No. I only heard, heard I mean, it. You know, say it sound like he, I think he lived like, yeah. yes, he did yeah. live. It's not fatal. So that's good. That's good. No, but, it, yeah. but I think it hurt him real bad. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to know where all the other bullets, where the other bullets went. Like, yeah, right. yeah he shot twenty times, and in, in, in the beginning, yeah. he was shooting at the courthouse, which is why all the bailiffs were there because the bailiffs saw a dude shooting at the courthouse and then came outside with their guns to stop him. Okay. Oh, like hell early morning, right? <laughs> yeah, no, my yeah. bosses like were like, "Hey, uh, we're on lockdown because I live in Arlington Towers." Um, oh, you do. Hmm. Yeah, so they're just like, uh, well, we're not coming in for a while. <laughs> um, see you when we get in. Yeah, you better have a good excuse. <laughs> like an active shooter. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'll see you guys when you get in. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why you're telling me this. Like, you guys are the owners. You can show up whenever the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, no. we have a guest. We do. Couple of them. We do. Well, Jonathan the Lewis. Johnny. Hello. Jerry Hi. and Jordan. Um, uh, I'm pretty much like the cheerleader in the back over here. This is all <laughs> Darian. <laughs> you guys, Darian did almost everything. No. No. <laughs> Every time I needed a track, I was like, Darian, you got to give me a track. And Darian is just like, and make a track. Like, just. It was, super, it was super great on on command. Yeah, but then there, there was also some other amazing performances from other some other great guitarists in this city, like oh featured God. on Knock Knock, 
Uh, dude, it's like the cool jazzy stuff on swing time and springtime. Hot damn. So yeah. it's like there's a lot of guitar. Michelle Bell was on, on this record. That Michelle. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. One of my favorite oh, songs on the record, too. So actually what's this right album called? I don't think we've got, we've gotten even gotten to that. Even on our Patreon. We gotten to that. This is a love letter to the instrument of drums it's called Power, Passion, Drums. <laughs> nice. PPD. Yeah. Where every other song features a drum solo in it, just about. <laughs> just because. Oh, and not fuck just, the rules. some of them, not just like a little solo, like a long solo. <laughs> and even even the stuff like that the sound, song is the lead up to the drum solo. The, the song just exists <laughs> was, as a crust to go around the drum solo. Yeah. Why did the chicken cross the road to play a drum solo? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And even That's when there's good. electronic drums, it's Johnny playing electronic drums live. It sounds like it's like a loop, but it's not. Oh fuck yeah. No. Yeah. Master of all instruments, this guy. But God, we we were yeah, keeping everybody waiting. Like we should let them hear the miracle for themselves, you guys. Yeah, I'm ready. Exactly. The first track opens up with eleven minutes song. Oh God. <laughs> That's oh, I don't know. I don't know why you didn't make it longer. Yeah, why didn't you? Only eleven minutes. Only eleven minutes. Because I mean, if you want to match all the other prog epics out there, man, if you want to be the next yeah. King Crimson, I mean, you, you got to be at least you got to be like you know, twenty three minutes so much... to compete with Rush. So right. you know, like this ain't twenty one. Yeah. This ain't twenty twelve. Twenty one twelve over here. Well, I apparently got into a um, competition unintentionally with the Grimtones, who made a 13, 14 minute song on their first record. This closes the album out yes and I, I tried so hard i tried so hard to play the drums as long as possible but i just <laughs> couldn't hold out and, and, and things were in them <laughs> ran out yeah the grim tones once came to me and said are we the longest song that you've got that you've recorded and i said yeah, let me check check and i i sorted all the songs by length in my big folder of all the songs i have and and i said no there's one here that's longer and then i went oh wait that's the live version of your song never mind <laughs> so, so yeah, they they still win, but just barely by two minutes. <laughs> just just by, by two minutes, right? That's a lot, right? <laughs> in a God song, forbid if you were to ever record <laughs> fish or the Grateful Dead. <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, the 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 songs on their albums were relatively short. It's just when they That's played true. live, it turned into. But if you bring in. That's true. Once you get the LSD tab spinning and shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> Five so, minutes all of a sudden becomes like a half hour, yeah. Johnny, what are we wow, gonna hear cool. first? We're gonna LSD. hear a knock knock joke. Oh my Uh-oh. god. Okay, now uh, long hardcore uh worst little podcast listeners will remember a version of this song that Cell played, correct? Yes, they will. Yes. Only so. on Patreon listeners, actually. Oh, is that right? I forgot. Oh, my God. I believe so. Unless that was the Rage yeah. Against Machine cover. I can't remember. No, the no, Rage Against the Machine cover was on the actual there. show. Oh, okay, that's it. That's it. I can't remember which. Sweet. So, you guys ready for this? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Okay, knock, knock, you guys. Live from Music City at the Rock and Roll Review, please get your hands together for Drum God Johnny! Yes. 
a question for you. What's up, my brother in rock? I'm wondering what the heck is that knocking over there? You know, I've been wondering that myself, and it certainly isn't the pizza man, because he's currently in our kitchen right now eating all of our pizza, and it's a problem! Well, that's certainly a problem, but I'm more concerned with the person at the door. You know what I'm saying? <gasps> is, it a, a, is it a plane? No! Is it a bird? No! <sighs> Don't say it's rock. I'm gonna say it's more than just rock. Johnny, don't say rock, Darian. Don't say the words. You know the sacred words. Rock and roll. Oh, fuck you guys. Oh, man. Oh, my God. In your face. That was, that was awesome. That's yeah. how this show starts. That was epic. The way you bring her down just to punch him in the face at the end. And those, secure, and those little security guy bits in there, the pizza man bit. Oh, shit. Right. And you can barely make it out. The pizza man the bit. Pizza man oh, bit. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, and, the, and, the, and, and Darian, was it you doing the high-pitched girl voice stuff? No, that's I, I think that was actually that wasn't Darian. That was actually Darian, our other friend Darian. The other Darian, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. He plays fangirl number twenty-seven. Yes, yes. He's the uh, one. Also the security hey. guard. Part that's one. a lot of fangirls. Dude, those sessions we yeah, just played yeah. that song. Mania over here for Johnny. We Don't played that it. section yeah. over and over again, and they just fucked off in front of the microphone over and over and over Yelling. again. And then we yes. kept like seven Stating or eight of the mic. tracks. You know, and and that's what happened. It's just a hurricane of noise and bullshit just spiraled into one little goofy well, well, rock and roll well, treat. Eric, exactly. Well, Eric Stainland yeah. plays guitar oh, and plays Eric. a guitar solo for over five minutes long, six minutes long. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, we forgot to mention one of the best guitar players ever on the face of the planet, Eric Stanglin, did a ton of shit on this. Oh fuck it! Yeah, he he's featured the guitar solo, and he sent me a track that was just sit five minutes of just just guitar noodle just shredding, noodle on guitar shredding, yep. and, and just without any context because he had to send raw files to Ray, and just hearing him just oh man over just is it over yet? No, <laughs> but you know every guitar player wants to be like ha- have somebody call them and say here's an eleven minute song can you just solo the fuck all. Yeah. Over the whole thing, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> just like yes. your dirtiest, nastiest. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I can. Yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's your dirtiest fantasy? Give me an eleven-minute backing track, and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, okay, so that was yeah. a sell song that you t- that you like said, "Fuck you, sell." This is going on my album, right? 
no, actually. Johnny's solo album uh, song. This whole thing is my solo album, and I. We, it was basically a joke between Darian and I when Cell yeah. was just kind of, not even on downtime or anything. We Actually, all of Cell were just at rehearsal space um, MRC, and we just dicked around and eventually came up with, I, I said, Darian, play me a hair metal riff, and that's what he did. So we made basically a, a parody slash homage to hair metal with that song, and uh, it didn't fit within the what Cell was meant to do. So it's, it's just kind of like a special treat for encores at the end of Cell's right. That's okay. But even then, <laughs> but even then the basic of Amoeba, the song pre-existed because you came to me with like an old idea you had back in the frankly fictitious days too, I think, where you wanted to get it written. You had this like old notion where you knew you want to go knock, knock, who is at the door? You want that little pause there. So yeah. I like tried to follow that. So that was kind of like us throwing Johnny a cock rock bone over here. <laughs> Satiating <laughs> his love for everything <laughs> Kiss and Van Halen, essentially. Throw Johnny a cock rock bone. <laughs> Everybody, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I still laugh every time in the middle where you go, it's more than just rock, Darian. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should talk about the uh, the, the, the theatrics because um, the, we were – oh, I was in the talks with Tony Contini for filming a music video, but then I bought a house, so I have no music video yeah. money for that. You know, home ownership often gets in the way oh, of music videos. Oh, <laughs> fucking right. adulting, man. Fucking adulting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. a- <laughs> God damn it. This house just landed in my lap. Yeah. So anyway, there's like a little uh, skip between Darian and I before I do a drum solo into the end of the song where we, we basically just say, who's at the door? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Yes. I just wanted to pay tribute actually to... Uh, uh, there's this old Chubby Checker song called um, Let's Twist Again and you say is that a bird? No! Is it a plane? No! Is it the twister? Yes! That was my tribute to that one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well shit Johnny should we hear another one? Another if one. you can handle the next one. What? Where would you take us after that? Me. Put my seatbelt on. Well the next one is Insanity. Insanity is fun. Oh my god. That's it. <laughs> Which is three the name gives it all away on top of each other. Okay, and this has a lot of. And do we want to give anybody credit for playing on this? Main backbone of the Jonathan Lewis solo project, for lack of a better term, is actually Darian on guitars and Jason on bass. Jason Van Havel from Frankly Fictitious. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
You know, I ripped a hole in my pants for that performance. Okay, you guys. So, what do you think of that? Yeah. That was great. Wow. Dude, insanity yeah. is not oh, only yeah. fun; it is scary. Right. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah that's uh, it's like <laughs> a, a cacophony, but in the best way possible. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think there might be a better it's way. Sit there, moment of this record, I would say. Some <laughs> yeah. obscured by clouds moments, even. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a really epic tune when Darian rips his pants at the end of this song. <laughs> yes. I ripped my pants yes. for that. <laughs> it's, it's a fun fact, actually. Yes, I hope, you know, I ripped my pants for how, this performance. How are those pants uh, today? Did you sew them? Uh, you know what? Still ripped, hanging them up on the living room. You know what? Just paying tribute to the good old memories of Dogwater Studios. <laughs> Okay. That's awesome. One day, uh, it's, it's you know it's like when a celebrity touches your. It's like when I was gonna say it's like when a celebrity touches your hand. You're like, I'm not gonna wash his hand. That's my pants equivalent. I'm never gonna wash those. I'm never gonna patch those up. They shall remain. They are perfect the way they are. Dude, one day in like the year three thousand, some dude's gonna have those pants in a glass case, and they're gonna be like, you know that famous song that Johnny did at Dogwater <laughs> Studios, where he says that he ripped his pants at the end. These are those pants. And I guess a fun fact on the production side of this song as well is to match sort of the wacky aesthetic of it. When I went in to record the guitar parts, of course, I got baked as fuck, baked as a pie. Just sort of like, <laughs> you know, out what how you do. You, you never you know, you never know. <laughs> and just sort of <laughs> threw shit at the wall. And I shit this scent to Johnny and Rick. I was like, good. <laughs> Barely fi- finding my way to send an email. That's when you know you're really good in level. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's why they uh, sound just so fucking weird and just psychedelic. It's a fun time though. Yeah, uh, this is the first there. song I hear um, on the album where I'm featured on keyboard as well. Yup. Oh, that's you, right? Yes. Well, you do pretty much everything besides what Darian does, right? Uh, aside from bass, uh, I do non-stringed instruments. That's my specialty. I cannot play yeah. stringed instruments. He goes bang, bang on the skin skin. That's his job. Yeah, and he beats on the keyboard. And percussion. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, 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 you hear me slam the keyboard a bunch of times, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> That's when you know it's a passionate performance when half the sound is just the keyboard clicks in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. A, Baldwin, a 1970s Baldwin fun machine is the keyboard I play. Fun machine. And you can hear the fun. And I think yeah. that was, I think that was the, one take. Insanity is fun. Insanity is fun. You played a fun machine. To- <clears throat> and you got that at Antique Rocker before it shut down, didn't you? Oh, remember? Yeah. Oh, $50. Antique, Antique Rocker, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I miss that place. R.I.P. Yeah. Yes, Insanity is fun, and so is the song. Awesome. So is the album already out? Like, where can people find it, or when is it going to be coming out if it's not already out? It's it's been out since New Year's Day. Um, people can find it on every streaming service on the face of the earth and Bandcamp. And um, I'm getting CDs shipped in these next couple of days. So by the time the podcast comes out, I'll have that available for ordering and sending out. Oh, that's awesome! For all the collectible geeks out there, myself yeah. included. Yeah. You know? I like hard um, copy of stuff. Yeah, you yeah. I do too. Mm-hmm. But like, all, of the, all of the sales from the CDs and band camps will go to me being able to purchase the vinyl version of my own album and giving it to Terry and I. <laughs> I want one. That's normal. <laughs> a lot of money for it because it costs a lot of money to, to make vinyl, especially make, one. To make three two. vinyl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I don't have that kind of money. Anymore. No. Um. Oh yeah, the other thing I wanted to mention real quick is that each version of um, the album, the one on Spotify and Apple Music, etc., the one on Bandcamp and the CD are all slightly different. You'll hear different like versions of the songs or some of the songs. Oh, that's rad, dude! I didn't. Yeah, know that. like so it yeah, helps to like, check it on multiple formats. You never know what treats you'll get. Exactly, like um, the ending of track five, maybe like. Yeah, track five, which is um, Rock and Roll Forget What I Love is, is different than the one that's on CD because it doesn't have the hidden track and you don't get gongs in some of the versions and you do on CDs. So. Yeah, so you're missing what out. What is that? I mean, it's I'll called Plot to Buy My Album Three Times. <laughs> okay, you're too, okay. That's cool. Sales a sale. That's smart. Uh, I was watching some hip hop dude was saying like that. You got to make like nine versions of your song. You know, one one that's just instrumental, one's acapella, one's that's yeah. uh, PG, one that's hard R or whatever. Dude, you know, if it's right, hard R. Dude, back yeah. in the fucking 80s, The Cure let the release the Peel Sessions with like five different covers. There were like five different versions of it. I bought all five. Thinking maybe there'd be like another like song on it, or maybe it'd be a slightly different version or something. It's all exact no. same bullshit. <laughs> Five different. Was that just like yeah. intentional or missed? That was smart. I'm, I'm probably sure, trying to get that extra money. Yeah, I'm sure different people were like, "Hey, now we want to release it, and we'll put a different cover." Hey, now we want to release it, and we'll put a different cover. And yeah, it's just probably different assholes doing it. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a different. way. That's a great way to boot like bootleggers. Boot like yeah. yeah, easy. Well, I'll buy it. Especially in the live market. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know my next market. Do you guys have a collection of bootleg stuff? Anybody? I have a few oh, cure things. Oh, shit. You know, I really don't have you know, much actually, anymore. 
I got some stuff that I'm wanting to buy on Discogs, but nothing I can really flaunt as of yet. Jonathan? Yeah, I have uh, like digital versions of some bootleg, um, Who and Van Halen specifically. Nice. That's cool. I, I've been trying to get a hold of this one bootleg of a uh, fish playing in Walnut Creek in 94. I believe it is one year after I was born in my hometown, but like there's this fucking copy for like 400 bucks. I'm like, if I can land on a lottery ticket, sure. But until then it ain't <laughs> worth it. Yeah. I wonder if you could get that on like nugs or something. Possibly. Yeah. I'm sure there are other avenues for sure. I could just burn the disc or something. Like if there's some stream online, if I really wanted to just go around it. So no deadheads. If you, uh, we're not going to do the quiz today, but if you, if you had to choose between being a deadhead or a juggalo, which one would you pick? Deadhead. Deadhead. Uh, My girlfriend girlfriend would kill me if I got this answer correctly, because she is in fact a deadhead. So I have to say deadhead and I legitimately like so yes <laughs> i will say i like the community i like the sense of community in the juggalo community you know what yeah. i mean i think yeah. you know some can get a little You're weird part of a family. but then again yeah. Yeah, they're weird exactly. but they, do, the they definitely down together they love each other yeah. right if, exactly. if you're a juggalo and you're in a different themselves. city and you make their little noise you'll find other juggalos just like <laughs> show up and whoop, help whoop, you out baby yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> but uh, so I, I I do love that part of it. it. There's a huge sense of togetherness when you're going to a Grateful Dead show or any show like that. I guess it's just like you're going for the parking lot. You're going for those fucking tabs. You're going to see get that side of silicone and yeah. shit. Maybe, maybe get some and nitrous or something. Right. Oh, those nitrous balloons. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the carnival of it all. Yeah. Second. Um, Absolutely. Would you rather go to the dead or a fish if you had your choice, Darian? Oh, well, cons- I would love to see the brilliance of Jerry Garcia live. Like, as long as fish are still around, there's a chance I could see him later on, but I would love to see them live maybe in like 78. Yeah. Some of that heyday. That'd be fucking brilliant, actually. Yeah. No, you can only get one. So. You, you go with the Grateful Dead. I'll, okay. I'll just, I'll say, I'll, I was going to say, I'll pick for the Grateful Dead for cultural impact and just innovation on its own, right? Yeah, okay. absolutely. I think those guys played a couple shows in Reno at the Mackey Stadium and at the Convention Center at one point. Mm. Oh, nice. Back in the day in the 70s. I'll have to listen to those versions on um, like yeah. Grateful Dead. Maybe I'm sure they're out there. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. they up in Virginia City too. Yeah, back yeah, in the probably. '60s, a lot of people from San Francisco used to go up there and party oh, and, and play music. Yep, artistic yep. community and hang out at the Sazerac Bar. That's one. That's one thing I actually do miss about the Bay Area is the cool artistic community that they have. Not that we don't have one down here, but there's just such a cool sense of wonder that they have down there and explorativeness that I really love about the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Well, so so it's a, a big, big place. Yeah, lots of people. Oh, yeah. It'll different cultures clashing, especially like we 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 have more and more cultures coming to Reno, but it is still kind of a monoculture yeah. for the most part here. So yeah, the Bay, yeah. the Bay has a little bit has a lot of everything. We have a little bit of everything here. Yeah, but but the Bay Area has a lot of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that because I'm a Bay Area kid at heart. Yeah. You go to any major city like New York or Toronto or LA or Bay Area, you get a lot of cultures. For sure. Um, and it's, mm-hmm. those cultures inter- clashing and intertwining is where you get like the really cool fucking new art and new music. Yeah. And, 
all the and they work in such a chaotic sort of way. It's beautiful, actually. The only way probably uh, progress happens in art and big art or whatever, like cult, big cultural movements and stuff. You have to have all the people there. <laughs> yeah. To get yeah. In. Where are you from, John? John? Born and raised in Reno, Nevada. Nice. What Very neighborhood cool. are you from? The neighborhood was Northwest Reno. You would go to McQueen? No, I didn't. Uh, my uh, parents forced me to go to a private high school in, in uh, the South. That's cool. The South Reno. I call it the South. 10-4. We call it the Dirty South. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really call yeah. it. Uh, funny. <laughs> well, we're calling I it. Call, I call it like Gentry <laughs> the Dirty South. I'll carry that torch. <laughs> yes, yeah. Gentry's, Gentry's the Dirty South. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, when you start heading south from Gentry, it's cleaner and cleaner. cleaner. Yeah, yeah. It's, but like, it, it's in between Midtown and Gentry. You're like, ooh. And then, yeah, There's no trailer like, oh, park yeah. in there, too. Yeah. No offense to trailer parks, but that one's like, it smells like cactus and stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, the one on Kiski behind the, the cheesesteak place? Yeah. Yeah. That does smell like cat piss. Probably because all the straight cats. So, Johnny, uh, when's the next time people can see you play this wonderful hot mess live? You will, no, I wouldn't say never, but not in the foreseeable future do I have plans to assemble a solo band and recreate what is already on record. Awesome. We decided when we made this to act like fucking the the Beatles when they were like, you know, we're just gonna make whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. We don't need to play any of this. Let's just fucking track and track and track and make a bunch of crazy, scary bullshit. With that being said, you could probably catch Darian and I at insert random open mic night here and there performing yeah. some of the songs in acoustic form. Like All Darian right. with an acoustic and you with bongos? Yeah. No. Or him and just his rock and roll energy. He'll just pull out his inner Paul Stanley and just ram bunk amongst the bar, essentially. <laughs> yeah, I have gotten Bex Brewhouse. Yeah. I have gotten Vex Brewhouse, which is my favorite personal um, favorite open mic place, uh, to chant back the the chorus of of Knock Knock, who's at the door. It's rock and roll. So. <laughs> Are they still doing an open mic there at Bex? Now? No, just Not sporadically and low yeah. key, depending on the audience or whoever brings the guitar. Like, yeah. sure. Uh, what's his face? Um, the the new bar not the new bartender but he's he's pretty cool um his cool name is, excuse me i think it's blake yeah blake um he is really cool at just letting us do our own thing if someone brings an acoustic guitar like so pretty much any mic is open mic night if you show up with the acoustic guitar that's that's kind of what it turned into one of the that's last awesome. times like yeah. we turned it into an improv jam with this one other guy who was there singing a bunch of 90s tunes from collective soul to three eye blind did some with Johnny, so yeah, they they like spontaneity there, so that's fun always. But for anyone who is willing to host an open mic there, I think that um, the management would be cool that you just have to talk to them. Yeah, well, put it out into the ether. We know a lot of organizing type folks. Yeah, so that's hopefully, a good way to hopefully be- something happens. That's like the second the closest business to my house, so it's like right mm-hmm. there. Nice. Yeah, it's a great you place. Should do the yeah. <laughs> I'll go. I'll check it out though. If there's somebody <laughs> worth to do it, I just don't have any business doing open mic because I don't perform on a microphone or anything else. 
That's what do you call this? You're performing <laughs> the microphone right now. That's true. Yeah, I think that's about yeah. you, well, to the people. If, if you guys are down people. to go do the podcast there every Monday, that'd be fun. <laughs> Until we get our butts kicked out. Well, yes. speaking of live podcasts, yes. it's actually a great fucking transition, Chewy. Uh, we have our 500th episode coming up, and we're doing a big whole fucking live shebang. We're gonna have Elephant Rifle, Heterophobia, and DJ Stacks of Wax, and we're gonna be recording a an episode live with the bands. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be chaotic. We're going to have a great time. It's down at the Cypress. It's $10 in advance um, and 15 at the door. Come on down. Have a great time. Uh, it's What time does it start? I think it was like seven? Seven o'clock, yeah. Seven, yeah, yeah seven, 7 p.m. on the 28th of this month. That's a Saturday for you folks who aren't looking at your calendars right now. So you got no excuse. Come on out. It's going to be rad. Come party with us. Don't worry that it's going to be a lot of show. We're just going to talk when the bounce are setting up. Yeah, no, yeah. It's We're not going <laughs> to Mostly yeah, great music. ramble on about diarrhea and stuff like you right. do. <laughs> we're not going to uh, talk about dicks. Little, there might be a little diarrhea talk. We, we will, yeah, you guys will see. We'll just see now. where the night takes us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be a good time. We're really happy to celebrate this milestone and like, all of the bands over the years who've like helped us continue to have such an awesome time. So this yes. is as yeah, much as we're celebrating us, we're celebrating everybody else who's music. like helped us do this for 500 fucking episodes. Yeah. That's awesome. Crazy. That's 2011, right guys? Mm-hmm. Was that? Yeah. This we started this 2011 in January. Yeah. 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 So Double digits. 12 damn years. 12 completed years. Yeah. Very cool. Here's the 12 more. Yeah. Everyone's shitting in their boots. It's like, oh, God. We just got to keep that Patreon money coming in. I mean, the first 12 went by real fast. So That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's like before you know it. It's like, what? I joined on in... 2017. So I've already been doing this with y'all like six years. Yeah. So that's when you came on too, isn't it, Kim? Yep. Yeah. I'm flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. So come on out. It's going to be a great time. Remember the uh, yep. January 28th, 7 p.m. at the Cypress. And also, if you want to support us year round and not just at a one time show, you can go on over to patreon.com slash worst little podcast and give us some money and you get to hear extra fun, cool shit with our guests every week. It's five bucks and you help keep Rick's lights on. It's great. Thank you. Please do that. We Please like his that. lights on. It helps to be a, you can't see your fretboard if the lights are off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Johnny, what do you got for us next? I think the tune I would like to have next on is the midpoint of the album, which is called um, Rock and Roll Forget What Love Is. Oh. Yeah. It's actually Darian wrote like 99% of the music for that one. What's the the theme of this song? Well, it's actually the more um, pop punk influence songs because Darian goes a little bit 
uh, 90s, 2000, My Chemical Romance type of... I grew up on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. It's my fault. Yeah, I'll probably fucking... You get a little bit of that. You get get a little bit of my uh, Keith Moon influence, drum breaks, um, the midpoint of the song, and then the title track as a hidden track on that song, followed by an intermission song where I yell at Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Just the abuse hidden track. <laughs> oh yeah. This was this was Rick, Rick adding this on this? Like, please sure? help me. Please help me. They won't leave the studio. <laughs> I've already hit record. I've already hit record. And Johnny is just screaming at me from his drum kit. Rick! Hit record! I can't hit record again. It'll stop it. <laughs> He's just like, just play something. <laughs> and then we did. Oh, well, it sounds like a great time. Let's hear it.
okay, you guys, was that worth it or what? Yeah, I was so good. Fucking raw, man. Damn, Johnson. Fucking raw. <laughs> so you can tell that, I mean, the, re- the recording sessions were fairly fun. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard for it not to be with, like, these guys. I mean, every time Cell, I've seen Cell play or they've come on the show, it's been a fucking, like, rambunctious-ass time. So, like, yeah, yeah figures two of the members coming on, it would it'd have a recording, an album together. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's going to be some yelling involved. Yeah. The only thing is, I think we recorded that, or we had like a bunch of takes on that song. So by the end of it, which is why I was uh, yelling at Rick, I was just like, <laughs> I want everything to work, damn it. And so, His Mariah Carey was coming out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he was one step away from like, carry me on my chair, or I swear to God, these drummer <laughs> yeah. feet will not and- touch the floor. And, you know, the ending um, fade out of Power Passion Drums was not easy to record because I, I was doing five or six takes of that exact kind of improvised Keith Moon single uh, roll drum solo on that a bunch of times. So that naturally takes it out of you. <laughs> so you say, uh, do you think Keith, Keith, Keith Moon's your number one influence as a drummer? I have always said he is and was. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Certainly That's a pinnacle cool. of madness, that figure. Huh? Yeah. Just excess and chaos, for better or for worse. Yeah, he was a pretty wild dude, too, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for those of us who, who made it this far, I'll just reiterate it again and say uh, this whole album was basically uh, kind of inspired by Keith Moon's one and only solo album that he did in 1975 with um, a bunch of his studio friends from LA. And he doesn't even play drums on most of the album on that. He just sings drunken karaoke because he's on so much drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Actually, I, I never think to be a good singer. Um, I just sing on those tracks because it's me and kind of my lyrics and my work. So, yeah. so more of a vehicle for my expression. And I think I really needed to come out creatively. That's so cool, man. How many hours uh, did you spend in the in the studio? Oh, my God. Damn. Oh man! <laughs> it just, <laughs> just bringing him flashbacks. It just went on and on, you guys. It did take years. It took we would. It took. It took forever. It took like we would get together, then put it on hold, then get together, then put it on hold, and there was yeah. a long so kind of like a grim tones kind of thing. Yeah, it really was like that. And then, and then, like, and then out of the blue, he'd be like, "Here's a bunch of tracks that some guy did." You know, and then I'd be okay, and I'd, I'd put them in, and then and then I'd be like, they gotta send me more than an MP3, and then like there was a lot of back and forth, and then Darian would send me like 17 tracks for one song, and then I'd forget that he sent the email and not do anything about it for three months, and like there was some like there was some ball dropping on my part, and in, in this, so they take it, you know, and then and then I call Johnny and be like, Johnny, I'm so sorry that I didn't do that thing, and he'd be all, Darian gave you tracks. Like he like didn't even know, like and like, so I didn't get in trouble. And yeah, there was there was a lot of and long sessions of just like the drum stuff when we were doing the initial drum tracks because I think that's how everything started pretty much, right? One started with yeah, you know, was with the drum tracks. That was those were really fun sessions. Yeah. 
Swing time and springtime was basically me playing drums completely by myself with a timer in front of me. And when I felt like finishing it, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone else overdubbed their parts on top of that. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thousands that's of dollars awesome. and easily a year um, in terms of weeks of recording. <laughs> Crap, man. Are you, are you, that's a cool like project. A, like a, yeah, it is. Would you do this one time, or are you gonna try to do another album all about drums like that? Uh, it's not gonna be another album about drums. I do plan on furthering my solo career at some point in time when I'm feeling more inspired. Because our passion drums took out all of my creative energy, and so once I find it again enough to do a solo project, I would. It's going to be like EPs and like I have a couple of ideas here and there in the works, and Darian and I have a pro- project or two in mind, his solo album maybe in the future. So I'm kind of putting, kind of dipping my toes in a bunch of product projects. Well, it sure is one of a kind. Yeah. Yeah. Debut is an only solo album. We'll see. The rest might be EPs. Hey, I mean, and that's honestly, that's kind of where like a lot of the music industry is going right now is like smaller form factors, releasing more singles and more like small chunks of music, especially because of how we distribute music now. Right. You don't have to release an album in order to set, put it up on Spotify. You can have a banger track and then be like, cool, I'm just going to put that one track up on Spotify. And then if it gets a whole bunch of hits and I get money, then I will go and have the money to then create more music. <laughs> yes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense too. Uh, the other thing I really like is how um, modern artists are doing the whole thing where they release a track one week and then they release the next track of the album the following, and then just to build up more attention and excitement. Yeah, um, tease it out a that's little bit. A really cool strategy. Oh yeah. Well, Johnny, what are you? What are we going to hear next? Oh, I was thinking uh, for the last two, we'll do Johnny's "Swing Time" and "Springtime" and "Hot Damn." Okay, so Johnny, it's "Swing Time" and "Springtime," right? Yeah. Okay. Here it is, you guys.
Dude, that is some weird, like, like five, six time <laughs> well, bullshit. Like, what even was that? Wildly fucking Johnny? different from everything else. <laughs> My God, like, that's, that's that sounded like acoustic instruments. That wasn't rock and rolly bullshit at all. <laughs> no, dude, why um, so flower power all of a sudden? What the fuck? It's all flower power. This is my homage to um, bebop drummers and Gene Krupa from the 50s and 60s. Mm, um, yeah. That's where a lot cool. of my influence came from because uh, when you hear me play drums, I like to think that I swing um, and play rock and roll at the same time, which gives it more kind of human feeling more than like having drums as a straight metronome kind of thing. So. Awesome. Dude, where did you get an accordion player and a stand-up bass player and a piano player? Yeah, it's amazing what the Bay, Bay Area exports to Reno. Uh, this I was gonna uh, say, wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Oh yeah, and we got Darian Jordan, who's also from the Bay Area originally, Walnut Creek, right? And um, Allie Jones is from San Francisco. Uh, she plays the stand-up bass, the keyboard, and the accordion. So, oh wow. Um, she, she actually charted out a lot of the song written, wrote it down on paper with Darian. They co-wrote the song instrumentally and copied and paid, or rather they overdubbed on top of my drums mm-hmm. instruments. She's relatively uh, new here, right? I think I met, she's on my Facebook friend list, but I think I met her at 40 Mile one night, like about a year yeah. ago. She she has since actually moved to Bullhead City, Arizona. Oh, yeah. she's, oh she's gone. I'm glad she did something she's before gone. she left with us. Yeah, she's in a punk rock band called The Love Bomb. So for us listeners out there, please check them out. Check them out on TikTok too. They make some funny stuff every once in a while. All right. Oh, love bombs. Yeah. Yep, love bombs. Cool. Run on. Well, and Johnny, feature on guitar on this track. Uh, Johnny, Darian, where can we find you guys to find out when you guys, when either of you are playing and what project or whatever is happening? You guys on social? Yeah, what's going on still? Yeah. Well, mostly our individual Facebook pages. You can friend us, I suppose. Yeah. Um, for the new projects that will come out in the future, we'll probably make separate pages for that. But Awesome. And then uh, searching for this album, is it under your name or is there yeah. you have like a pseudonym or? It's spilled under Jonathan Lewis. I don't hide my identity at all. Okay, cool. So like on, <laughs> no uh, on Bandcamp, it's like bandcamp.com slash Jonathan Lewis or... Yeah, uh, Google is actually pretty good at finding it. If you type in Power Passion Drums, Jonathan Lewis, just make sure that you don't have J-O-H-N. It's J-O-N. Joe Nathan. Right. <laughs> Joe Nathan. Awesome. Yes. And then uh, one more reminder, 500th episode, January 28th. Y'all better fucking be there. It's going to be a good Cyprus. time. At the Cyprus. Cyprus Midtown. And, and there- one special announcement, if I may. Ooh, uh, so uh, a while ago, we were doing a thing, a monthly matinee called Neutral Ground at the Generator. Uh, now we're going to be doing it once a month um, on the last Saturday or Sunday of the month at Holland Project. So if anybody cool. would like to play, it's, yeah. uh, email us at booking at rprfm.org. Uh, yeah, and uh, my friend Cisco is handling the booking and stuff for that. So you'll be talking to him. But um, yeah, hopefully we see you guys out there. It's uh, 12 to 4 on the last Saturday or Sunday of the month, depending on the Holland uh, calendar. Very cool. That's awesome. Putting it in like a more centralized location. Because as much as right as the gener- generator space is, 
if you're like a kid and you don't have a car, it's yeah. can be kind of difficult to get out towards Audi. So that's right. You guys have met, like hooked up with them. Yeah, this is better. It's great. They've got a stage. They've got sound. Um, uh, it's a five dollar cover to help cover, uh, you know, the rental of the space because it's yeah. not free like the generator was, unfortunately. But um, it's not super expensive. So I think we can make it kind of an enjoyable thing for for all ages to come out. Um, and we've already gotten so many great band submissions. So we've got awesome. three brand new bands uh, happening at the end of this month. And I'll tell you who they are in just a minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, man, five bucks ain't shit. So get out there. Nothing. <laughs> um, okay, so Neutral Ground. It is Closed Curtains, Young Philistine, and Pack of Trannies, an all-girl trans punk band. Oh, nice. so, yeah. Oh yeah, awesome. and that is Sunday the twenty. Well, yeah, especially in an era where like you can barely get a gallon of gas for five bucks. Five bucks for four hours of music is pretty fucking kick ass. If you ask yeah, me. five yeah. bucks has always been a bargain for live music, and it's even actually, now, now it's like fifty cents. Yeah. <laughs> price for a good time. Yep. I know the prices have gone up. Everything else is like increased in price except for like. Door covers, really. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> punk rock to go against inflation. <laughs> there you go, right? For it. It's, yeah, yeah. It's cheaper than a cup of coffee now. It is yeah. cheaper than, oh a, cup my it's cheaper than yeah. a cup of coffee in your own cup that you brought into the place. Yeah. I don't think you can buy a PBR in this town for five bucks anymore. Oh. Oh my God. Uh, you can still get the shot and beer special down at 40 Mile. It's still oh, that's a tall boy uh, PBR and a shot for six bucks. That's, that's, that is a bargain. Not, not not an ad. Just my favorite bar in town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> room. What like what kind of shot though? Like well, uh, well, well whiskey, well, well, yeah. well, well, whatever you want. Jameson or nothing. No, no, no like, that's not the one. Not, I don't want that. I'm just thinking about what I would. No, it's want. like it's usually yeah. four roses if you're going whiskey. Which four roses? That's as far not as bad. Concerned, that's not pretty bad. delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah. Five bucks. That's a good deal. Six. Six, Six. bucks. Yeah. It's, it's still cheaper to go to the Holland Show. That's right. That. Yeah. yeah. It is still yeah. cheaper yeah. to go to the Holland Show. Oh, you guys. But you know, they're right near go. each other. You can do yeah, both. Literally, you can do the. <laughs> yes. I don't have that much money. I, I, I may or may not have gone to Holland shows and while the band is setting up in between gone to 40 Mile and cracked a beer and yeah. slammed it. It's, it's like a block on half the Hollands. Or Corgan's. I, I like Corgan's. It's closer. Yeah. This is good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the thing the thing to do at the Holland, I remember, this happened a lot when I used to go there as a teenager because I couldn't play in bars, obviously, um, too often, was to, of course, I see lots of people like get beers and stuff from 7-Eleven, chug it in the parking lot and then go back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. frown on that. Well, you just do it at the uh, parking lot across they, they the street. They frown on it, yeah. but they frown on it, but it still happens. I mean, and throw it in the garbage. <laughs> don't, don't give them a bad name by leaving your trash in the parking lot of their neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> well, while we're speaking of the Holland Project, I got a question. Does anyone remember Crush or formerly known as, or now known as Run Up by any chance? Mm-hmm. I actually yeah. first... They released an album called Thrift Rock around 2016, 2017, I think. Uh, well, it was actually my first show at the Holland Project, so that's why I got some good fucking memories uh, over there. These guys fucking rocked it. Cool. The Scion Brothers. Yep, yep. Oh. Of course, uh, the masterminds of Michael Scion and all that. Yeah. Yeah, fucking uh, brilliant. Well, I think it was Aaron and I don't the know. The whole what family. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I know, but it's he he birthed a very musical family. It's all that, you know. It's very yeah, I just think true. it's awesome to see those guys. It is. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. So is there anything you wanted to say about this last song, Johnny, before we uh, transition on out of here? This is my favorite song. Oh, this and Bouncy are my favorite songs. I love this. I love this song so much. I love this song so much. It's such a great story. It's a great story song. It's got a fucking killer chorus. And it really reminds me of that one song by Van Halen. Hot for teacher. Hot for teacher, yeah. Hot for teacher, hot yeah. for eruption. I wonder where uh, it came from. <laughs> yeah. So this song is called Hot Damn with an exclamation point at the end. Um it is the Diet Van Halen song. It's it's informally known <laughs> around music circles. It's like it's like your general RC Cola of Van Halen or your you Yeah, know. or Shasta if you're acquainted. Yeah. I actually like this better um, than the Van Halen song. Oh my I'm sorry God. to say. Oh I'm sorry to say. You can't say that. The we did a better job. Here as we speak, we're fucked. <laughs> the pit, uh, if you look outside, Rick, well, there are torches okay. and pitchforks. Hey, boomers are doing their hamstrings. <laughs> we're about to play it. We're about to play it. You guys judge for yourselves. Awesome. No, so uh, basically, the song is a kind of exaggerated story about uh, where I do a lot of speak singing and mm. um, it, it's an exaggerated story about the first time I ever fell in love and <laughs> about how like literally the only thing that happened when the first time that I fell in love and uh, wanted to, uh, you, you know, tr- I tried to talk to a girl was that she was so drunk and uh, kissed me on the lips and that was it. And then she was just off to somewhere uh, else. I was like, okay. Magic. Yeah, sure. All right, in our own way. Yeah, this again features a wonderful blazing guitar solo by uh, Eric Stangeland, and so it features uh, Darian okay. on rhythm guitars and Jason on bass. Very drum-driven song, and it's my tribute to Van Halen. Awesome. Fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before Rock we go, uh, Acid Bath, right? Is that what your other band's Acid called? Box. Acid Box. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no worries. <laughs> Yeah, that would be Ben's yeah. baby. How's that going, yep. Johnson? You still doing that? You guys playing? Uh, well, whenever uh, the telephone picks up with Ben on it, yeah, absolutely. Um, Darian and I are more session musicians or hired guns to kind of there, um, and Jason too, um, to basically be Ben's backing band for the project that is Acid Box. It's really all the songs are written by him and we just play live. <laughs> but it's a, but it's a uh, thrill. But no, no, maybe plans in the future right now, but I haven't, we'll see. We'll see. But if you do, however, come to one of our acid box shows, if we do, uh, you may purchase hopefully one of three amazing CDs that have been produced, including the latest live and raw available on Spotify as well. Recorded very DIY, I think on what an eight channel or four channel strip, I think. Channel live in Seattle or someplace in yeah. Washington. That was a crazy tour, Darian. You can Amer- hear yeah. the crowd noise. It totally happened. There were people everywhere. It's not <laughs> fake. It's not fake crowds, just planted post-processing. It was the craziest <laughs> shit. Wow. Can never oh, be duplicated. Cool. Yeah. Right. Check that out. For sure. Well, uh, with that, um, you guys, thanks for being on uh, our episode two of season 13. Um, this Today's show was uh, sp- uh, brought to you by the Reverend Rory Dow, Dogwater Dick, Cadillac Kim, Ian Mouse, 
me, um, and anyone else that might have forgot. Me too. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. You know, Jimmy's not there enough for me to mention him at the end. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Chewbacca. Josh, um, sorry, guys. I have to admit, I got a little high for this episode. Uh, uh, music cheers. Kind of want to be high. That's the way to go. Uh, so, all right, you guys. Uh, with that, uh, Nick Ramirez saying over and out, life is short and we love you. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. This is a story about the first time I ever fell in love, ladies and gentlemen. It's a mystical feeling when I first laid my eyes on a California girl. I didn't think too much about her in the beginning, I was just happy being friends. But I felt her seductive power caress me when I felt her drunk lips kiss me that night. You see where this is going, right? Ah, damn, I got a lot of love, baby, can't seem to give it away. Yeah. You gotta stop pretending to be trying to understand me. Nobody was left unscathed. Ah, damn, got a lot of love, but you can't seem to give it away. Tonight, tonight, tonight.